0: Welcome to the Mind to Muscle podcast, where we focus on exercising our minds and our muscles. I'm your host and sweaty mama, Jennifer Loganville, and my goal is to empower you to live each and every day stronger than yesterday. Being the strongest in the room isn't only about your physical fitness, but your confidence and mindset. Here, I'm your biggest cheerleader as we learn how important it is to put your mind to muscle even before picking up the weight. Otherwise, what are you doing? Grab your water and get set up. We're starting in three, two, one. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going to interrupt the mini series of the Unhinged Conversations with me and Johnny. And I am going to introduce you. An amazing sweaty sister. Today, we're going to talk about her journey, her story. You're going to probably laugh a lot with us and cry with us too. I'm so excited to have you. Welcome, Melanie. Thank you. If you want to introduce yourself and we can just dive in. We've got a lot to talk about today.
1: Okay. Well, um, love you. Love your show. Thanks. Long time listener, first time caller. (laughs) My name is Melanie Wolfington. I hail from Kansas City, Missouri. And I have been a member of Jen's Get Fit group for just shy of three years. I first joined in 2020 after having a very candid and heartfelt conversation with a dear friend of mine, Sweaty Sister Susan Brandt. Hey! And she shared with me about this group and what it meant to her. And I was incredibly overweight and wanted to be a better role model to my daughters. And so I said, all right. We're going to give it a go.
0: Yep. That's usually how it goes. Yep.
1: Hook, line, sinker. Yep. Junk the Kool-Aid. Yep. I was in. You were in. <laughs> I was hooked. What was your first impression? Really impressed that it was women empowering women. Yeah. And having the accountability in the group, um, I'd never really found a workout program that had worked for me that I'd actually liked yeah. and liked doing. Not a huge fan of cardio. Yeah. Never tried HIT. Didn't really know much about free weights or yeah. any of that. So um, that was a big eye opener for me. But having all of the women and then these women who were before this total strangers. Yeah. Didn't even know them. But here they are commenting on my picture and telling me I can do this and um, just being a sisterhood like that was unique and different for me.
0: I love it. That's what I pride myself on is keeping it a safe place for everyone um, and really more people don't know each other more than they know each other inside of the group and you're coming together as thousands of strangers all with the same mindset and the same um goals of just becoming better than yesterday and it's really powerful place and it's hard to explain that and understand it until you're part of it yeah did you expect jgfg to um kind of transform your life the way it has
1: Not in the way that it has. Yes. So So can we dive on that? Yeah. So I joined in August of 2020 and, uh, it was right around October of 2020. I'd noticed that in doing all of this working out and different moves that I was doing, I was having a little bit of leg pain and it was in an area that I had had surgery in like 24 years prior as a teenager. And so when I went into my primary care physician, I said, Hey, you know, I started this new thing. I was down a fair amount. I looked, you know, better. Clothes were fitting better. New clothes were needed. And I said, but I've got this pain in my leg, and I think we should just, you know, look at it since I've had something there before. And so she said, yeah, you know, normally we'll handle this ourselves, but I feel like I'm going to go ahead and refer you to uh, an orthopedic you yeah, know, doctor, sports medicine will do that. Long story short, one to the other. Um, I ended up being referred to an orthopedic oncologist, and they ended up finding that I, at that time, it was stage three um, osteosarcoma in my mm-hmm. lower left femur. So um, that took me in a whole whirlwind of yeah. some, some chemo and then a leg surgery. I am bionic. I have a
0: titanium. You are a BA, <laughs> I have a titanium <laughs>
1: left leg. Um, so going through all of that, I bounced back from the first part of chemo, the first couple months that I did it before we did the surgery, I bounced back rather quickly and was able to handle a lot of the chemo. And I a 100 million percent attribute that to Jen's Get Fit Group and being a part of it. Because I went in so healthy, so hydrated. I was fueling my body. I was doing all the things. At that time, I'd been tracking my macros. Uh I'd been doing everything and built up into it. Couldn't do it all at once because there's a lot. So I slowly built up into it. But in doing that, it allowed for me and my body to handle this chemo a little bit better. So did that. Did the leg surgery. I was in... Physical therapy, just under a year, mm-hmm. um, had to relearn how to walk and all of that. So there was a point where I was. My first question, my doctors would always kind of chuckle. Was when can I work out again? Yep. When I can I, When can I get back to my things? <laughs> I want to do this. <laughs> and they're like, you know, you're you're doing all the things right. You know, you don't have to be doing burpees tomorrow. It's yes. going to be okay, right? <laughs> so, um, but you know, they gave me the green light when I could get the green light. And there for a while, it was I did my four or five days a week workout during the day, and I went to an hour of physical therapy for a couple of days and then still did my weekend workouts. Um, so I really just think that all of that was able to be done because I had started Jen's Get Fit Group. And the fact that I did all that helped me come into it strong, go through it stronger, and come out a better person on the end.
0: You're making me cry? Well. And I'm not an easy crier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was one moment I remember... It was probably about September after having the leg surgery, and I was – so the way that it works, not every cancer is the same, but I had to do two rounds of chemo. Run, one round of chemo for me was five weeks long, and then I did the leg surgery. You got to take a little bit of a break so that your body can try to heal before mm-hmm. you jump back into the chemo. Well, when we jumped back into the chemo, I was probably another three rounds in, and there was one particular day – Then I got out of the shower, and I was just so tired. I was really tired of being tired. Yeah. And weak from the chemo, was trying to, you know, still heal from the leg surgery. And my oldest daughter, who's nine at the time, I think she was about seven, um, she came in and she likes to work out with me. Mm -hmm. We do our workouts together. She loves it. And she came into the bathroom, and she saw me crying. And I remember looking up at her and thinking to myself, I look so weak right now. She's seeing me cry. Like, I got to be strong for her. And I just turned and looked at her. I said, you know, Ruby, I'm really Sorry. Mommy's just kind of tired of being tired. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to get on the other side of this, but I'm just really tired right now. And that little girl walked over to me, gave me a hug, and whispered in my ear, you're the strongest in the room. Oh, my gosh. And I just sat there for a minute and thought to myself, I'm doing something right. I've got this little girl who knows how to be the strongest in the room and how to lift her own mom up who's going through the toughest thing that she can go through. Yeah. Like...
0: I'm sorry I'm a mess over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, oh, my goodness. But, like, that's, that's what Jen's... It's th- amazing. ...that group means to me.
0: Oh, that and was my the best testimony <laughs> I've ever had. Everyone here in this room right now is crying. So, uh, <laughs> that was amazing. That was powerful. Wow. They, they are watching us no matter what in every yes. season. And I think it was good that she saw that, that you're real, because I also have this side of myself that I'm like, I, crying is weakness. I can't mm-hmm. show this vulnerable, weak side of myself. But sometimes when you allow yourself to feel that, like my experience was when I was like my weakest, most vulnerable it was with my birth, right, with Ava. My kids saw me crying. I, Johnny had really only ever seen me cry like five times in our marriage. And it, it was over like our babies being born and, you know, exciting yeah. stuff. And so – um They has they just saw me at my lowest point and my weakest and the saddest, but the happiest also. And they still remember that. They're like, Mommy, I was so proud of you. And they were the strong ones. And it's kind of like Yeah. I like my placenta erupted in the middle of the floor and my kids just stood there and they just started praying and they're like, It's okay, mommy, you're okay. And through that, like you're like, I'm doing something right. Like they can be strong and it shows this side to our kids that they don't see a lot usually. That yeah. okay, it's okay to be to cry and have emotions and these feelings, but also we're going to get through it. And so that takes me to like your mindset through this entire journey of yours. It it's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. You're so I don't I don't even have a word for it. You're just inspiring on you have such a good outlook on life on like like you said, during the workout, we just recorded, do it for someone who can't. And that's been one of my mottos for a really long time because somebody else out there wishes they could do it and they would give anything to be able to to just move their body and work out. And you yourself felt that like those times, those days where maybe you were too tired or you were too sick, you couldn't do the workout. And so now whenever you do it, do you remember that sort of feeling of like the days you couldn't?
1: Oh, absolutely. There's mornings where um, I even I had a custom-made Yeti cup, and it says push play on it. Oh, I and, love that. Um, and, you know, it sits by my bedside, and there's mornings where that alarm goes off, and I think to myself, oh, I just want to sleep in a little more. Uh-huh. And then I stop for a second. Melanie, you have both legs. Get out of bed and go do it. I love it. Be thankful. Yeah. And I go and I do it.
0: That's awesome. You, If you're listening, you have zero excuses. Zero. Zero. Like- yeah. Somebody else is going through something more than you. Not that yours, whatever you're going through isn't important, yep. but somebody else is going through more or harder. And what you feel is hard. Like every season of life is hard. Yep. But whenever you are like a between life or death situation, I think that's whenever you realize like the small, don't so about the small stuff. Yep. You can't take that stuff for granted because tomorrow isn't promised. Nope. And so from there, let's just talk about... Um, what did you learn with your cancer diagnosis and like, what's that journey look like? Because I, I feel like you have this amazing testimonial on pressing play and the strength. So what are some of the things that you've learned through this whole journey like that's changed your life today and your mentality today? Because just listening to you talk today, I am like, wow, she definitely,
1: that's because of your diagnosis. Like, Absolutely. Um, the biggest thing, and I've been preaching this for a little bit, is live. Yeah, just live. I'm a little mad that it took cancer to make me live. I just turned 40 last week and happy belated. Thank you. Um why did it take me 40 years to live? Yeah. So, I think that's one of the biggest things to live. I have a you know, love-hate relationship with cancer. Yeah, it sucks. I don't wish it upon anybody, but there are so many things taken for granted or not thought about. Yeah. Until I had cancer. So, some of those things I think of are I don't get off the phone now with my sister without saying I love you. Mm -hmm. My brother-in-law, her husband, like he's a minimal texter and I will get text messages from him or he will, you know, reach out just to see how things are going. There's just so many different silver linings. I would have never in a million years worn my hair like this. Um, You rock it. (laughs) It's
0: like I, it's a whole vibe. You've got your purple mascara, it's your power color
1: color. My power color too is purple. Mm-hmm. And F- it fits who you are. And I never would have like I was in the hair industry way back in the day. Were you? Yeah, yeah. For a hot minute I yeah. did the Chief Street Leader's hair and makeup. That's and then, awesome. Yeah, a salon I was a part of. So um loved all of that. But I wouldn't, you know, so being a hairstylist and getting out of the house, I needed to blow it out. I needed to oh, yeah. you know, tease it and and zhuzh it and all of that. And then, you know, it all falls out and it starts coming And I had so many people tell me, like, oh my gosh, this short hair looks so good on you. you should do it. And I remember thinking to myself, I can hop out of the shower and just like and call it good. Yes, please. Yeah, we're gonna give this a go. Um, but just learning things about myself that I never would have before. So to that, I say thank you, Cancer. Yeah, thank you for getting me to live and to look at life in a different lens. Is how right. I, I kind of like think you of it. Do. Like there's just... just a whole nother lens over my eyes and the way that I look at things. Yeah, and so I mean that's probably the biggest learning curve and the yeses, you know. So many times you're like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't allow myself to do that anymore. Yeah. Is it okay? Is it going to hurt me? Mm, Okay, we're going to do this then. So making a bucket list.
0: I was getting ready to go there next. Can you give us just like five things on your bucket list? She Um, read it all to me earlier and
1: I love it. Yeah. Uh, Okay. so big one that I want to definitely accomplish soon is I want to skate on the ice in front of the Rockefeller tree at Christmas in New York. Um, Definitely want to do that uh skydive which she's
0: gonna go with johnny johnny (laughs) wants to skydive i do not and i think i'm just gonna piece them together and you and johnny are gonna go skydiving together
1: jumping out of planes it's a good day i will video
0: it but i won't participate
1: (laughs) love you guys but i'm not there um but yeah uh oh i want to go to a banana ball game um the savannah bananas i would like to go see one of those legit working out with jen hey a- hey check mark today <laughs>
0: that was that was
1: a good one um let's see what else is on there and um, we I- have some good
0: blooper well just some yeah. content from that video of our yeah. dance so shiva i i if you aren't a member you're missing out because i dance a lot on the screen like shake break mid-workout true story you just gotta live yeah life's too short to be boring yep and just shake shaky, beat. I'm not a dancer, but I dance and you just got a vibe. Yep. And so today the three of us were vibing really well. So for sure, I'll definitely post that on my Instagram.
1: I love it. Um, what else? Oh, I would like to own and have a Versace dress for that. multiple reasons, just for fun. Absolutely. Um, so just and wear things fans- like yeah. the grocery store. Exactly. Uh, yep. We're because in the most random places.
0: Bouncing off of that. I like have shoes. I'm guilty of it. Like I'll have a pair of shoes because like we talked, I'm a shoe person. Yes. I don't care about bags or anything. I'm a shoe person. Heard but you. I have like an outfit that I'm saving for this special. Some- and I don't know what it is. Like I'll buy it and be like, oh, I need this. Or, I'm saving yeah. this. Why well, save it? Nope. Every day is a special day when Wear you're alive. It. Yeah. And so that's what yep. I feel like with your dress. Any day that ends in wine. Please, will you work out in that dress?
1: A hundred percent. I will. Absolutely. I want a picture. Yeah. I'll make it happen. <laughs> It'll be so good. You said your daughter wants to travel with you? She does, yes. Uh, My oldest one has been trying to jump into my suitcase on my latest travels. And I shared with her, oh, honey, Vegas is 21 and over, so that's (laughs) not going to work. But I I had asked her, I said, if you want to go somewhere, we'll go travel together. And so you name the place, we'll make it happen. And then I reminded her, be sure to pick a place where we fly so you can fly for the first time. She didn't skip a beat. She said, Yellowstone. I love it. We're going to do it. Not many younger kids want to go to Yellowstone. Right. Oh, and specifically, she wants to see the geyser that erupts every 30 minutes. I love that. Specifically. That's amazing. I'm like, all
0: right, we're going to do it. That'll be a trip of a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Are you all going to like camp or I, I don't know. Well, they, I think they have like some like kind of like wilderness like Uh-huh. like cabins that you can stay yes. in. I think that would just like make the whole trip.
1: I think so too. And she would be my one that would be okay with that. Yeah. To an extent. I mean, we might have to like glamp Yeah, we might have to glamp a little yeah, bit.
0: I'm yeah, I'm here for the glamping 100%. I'm not a like, let's pop out the tent, girl. We are tent, not girl. laying
1: on rocks. No. <laughs> my back will hurt. No, I'm too old for that.
0: <laughs> um, okay, I have another question. Yeah. What is, besides like the move for someone who can't yeah. live, give us something. Can you tell us about like a hard time besides, you know, whenever you saw your daughter... And her telling you to be the strongest in the room. Give us like something that was almost life-changing for you.
1: When I started Jen's Get Fit Group and um, I knew I wanted to lose some weight and I was the heaviest. I mean, I got a little bit heavy after the first kiddo, as most women do. To be expected. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then I lost a little bit of it. And then I got pregnant. Well, went through fertility um, issues and all of that. And then um, got pregnant with the second kiddo. And then did more fertility stuff. So at the end of all of that, I mean, I was probably, I don't know, 90 pounds, 70 pounds overweight at least. Yeah. Um, it was a lot. And so with that comes high cholesterol. Yeah. And high blood pressure. I was gestational diabetic with both of my girls. Um, so those were some of the key factors that also um, got me thinking about this was I didn't want to be on all of those medicines. I got so tired of it and I needed to do something. So when I went for that first checkup. Before knowing anything about cancer. Yeah. And my primary care physician looked at me and she was, she said to me, You can get off of the high blood pressure medicine and you can get off of the high cholesterol medicine. Yay. And I thought, Oh my gosh. It makes my entire like, heart like yeah, jump. Like I'm so happy and I don't ever want to be on it. And now there are some times where there will be a drug or something that they'll say, Well, this might increase your blood pressure. And <laughs> I have worked way too hard <laughs> to go back on those kind of meds. Yes. Um, but that I would say that that was probably the biggest moment i was so proud and then yeah. you know shortly after i was like oh snap now now we got a whole other set of things but then with that mindset i went back into that thinking well i beat that yeah i'm gonna beat this you're gonna beat that i'm gonna do this where are you at with your journey right now if you don't um, mind sharing not at all so uh in november of this past year of 2022 um i did have a lung surgery so for my type of cancer being um osteosarcoma they don't know why, but if it is to metastasize, it is to your lungs. Okay, That's just what it is. So it wouldn't be considered lung cancer. It's considered osteosarcoma, which is a bone cancer, um, and that it metastasizes into your lungs. So my checkups involved um, every three months doing CT scans of my chest. And rather quickly, we were able to see that I had a couple spots, but technology is so amazing these days. I mean, it truly could have been a piece of pollen or something that I had inhaled the weekend before Uh so we kept watching these so november of this past year in 2022 we got to the point where they said you now have something that is large enough and we would like to get it out and see what it is so um i am living with forever for the rest of my life stage four metastatic osteosarcoma is what it is so it has metastasized to my lungs and i'm going to continue to um grow these nodules here and there Mm -hmm. um And as they come, we can take them out. But the idea is that there is some medicine and we'll just keep doing that. I'm on a wait list for a clinical trial Mm -hmm. um, that seems pretty promising. Uh, But currently, I take a pill every day that um, has minimal side effects. My hair is turning platinum white.
0: Which I thought was intentional. I really thought you (laughs) had just dyed
1: You're just going blonde for the summer. Yep. I love it. Yeah. So eventually, it'll be entirely um, white. And then there's some skin things and that sort of stuff that comes with it. But in comparison to the chemo yeah. that we did in the first it's go-round that minimal. almost killed me. Yeah. And yeah. So um, this is totally doable. And I just had scans recently. Um, so there are a couple nodules that have gotten a little bit larger, but there's also one kind of big cluster guy that um, looks like it's being pulled apart from the inside out as maybe a result of this pill. So we're going to give it another three months to see how this is doing. Yeah. Um, but currently that's where we're at as I'm doing um, that particular pill, waiting to hear about the clinical trial coming up um and then i have been researching and doing other investigations i'm really excited to look into the de- parasite detoxing yeah i um, was
0: talking to her i've been into the holistic world i'm taking holistic classes for yeah. all that and i just told her like go explore yeah. the holistic world on treating cancer yeah. because the the case studies that i've read it's mind blowing, yeah. truthfully. So yeah. I'm excited for you to dive in on that yeah. and then let
1: me know what you think. Yeah. I'm pumped about that in conjunction with some of the energy work that I've done and just kind of like what I said, I um really think a multidisciplinary act. Yeah. Like it's just gonna be What do you where, have to lose? Exactly. Like there, there's nothing to lose at this point. So right. let's try it
0: all. Exactly. You know? I love that. Do you feel like and I know this is kind of a hard question because I find myself healthy living, almost in fear of like, oh my gosh, like, what if I leave my kids tomorrow? Like how, I can't imagine with a diagnosis, like, how do you feel like that? Do you think about that? Or are you like, no, I don't think about that anymore?
1: I think about it all the time. Yeah. What if tomorrow's the day? What if I go walk outside from here right now on my way to the car and get hit by a bus? Right. Did I, for me, I get a little, I guess, analytical in it. Um, I've processed some big emotions and um, been able to kind of get through some of that. Obviously, no one's ever done with the big emotions, but for me, it's, have I done everything right by them? Have I, have I met with the attorney and set up my estate planning the way right. that I need to? Did I meet with that person and talk to them about the potential of what life insurance I need that might be outside of my work life insurance? Right. And have I, have I talked to my accountant, my CPA, to make sure that they know all my Everybody stuff too, too and getting those people together to make sure. And so for me, that's how I kind of feel peace in that. Right. And then in the day-to-day, in the moment, in the minutia of the day, just squeezing the Crap out of my children, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just but loving also like them.
0: you should be without a diagnosis doing those things. Yes, as a parent, like we yes. have all of those things set up for our kids. Because if you don't, you like I can rest easy. Like, like you yeah. said, getting hit by a bus tomorrow, it's knowing that my kids are taken care of completely. Yep. If I'm not here to do it's it, it's a peace of mind.
1: Talk to the people in your family, your close circle, and make sure they know your wishes. Right. If you don't have it written down and notarized, make sure people know. Right. So, like, I know exactly if certain things were to happen, exactly where my kids would go, who they would be with. and Shoot, um, go
0: write down your wishes, type them out, and go find a notary. At bare minimum. I have asked an attorney, have that that. an attorney for that. You have to an attorney to do yeah. it. If you can't afford an attorney to do it, write down every detail of your wishes and go notarize it. Yep,
1: yep. You can go minimum. to the
0: UPS store, usually. Yep. It's so important. Like, life, planning, the, thi- yep. the things that are hard yeah. to think about. Did you do that before you had cancer
1: or after? I had thought about it. Yeah.
0: I really do And a lot of people was, don't have the nope. reason to
1: go do it. Well, why would you if you're in your 30s? Right. Like, I'm young. I'm healthy. I don't need to worry about any of this. Right.
0: And that was a big deal. I'm like worst case scenario thinker. And so Johnny still probably wouldn't have those things done. I love you, Johnny, if you listen, but you wouldn't. And so, but as a person, I have to make sure everything is yeah. marked and checked and perfect. Yes. And bouncing on to that, my question is, do you feel with your cancer diagnosis do people treat you differently and like in a weird way do they act awkward towards you i'm not one who acts weird because in my mind i always and this is just how i live my life be someone you need so if i were in your shoes how would i want people to treat me that's how i'm gonna treat you yeah like i had um a very close friend whose daughter died and i'm like be who you would need yep and so a lot of people don't know how to treat her because they're like anyone like my one of my best friend's dad died and it's just like they don't know how to treat you around death or hard diagnosis or you know sickness and people don't know they're very weird about it and I think it's normal human reaction yeah but I always think be who you would need for that person and then it makes it easier if you want to talk about it let's talk about it if you don't want to talk about
1: it we don't want to talk about it yeah no it's totally fine um I love that be who you would need I really love that I would say that the main thing that I realize with the, especially those that are close to me, I get mothered a lot. Yeah. Uh, I could see. Yeah. Everybody wants to make sure I'm okay. Are you eating? Are you drinking? Do you are get you tired? Of that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean that I I am a grown woman. Yes. <laughs> Thankful, but um, I might murder yeah. plants, but I keep children and dogs alive. Hey, that's um, the win. <laughs> so, same. Right? Um, so I I can I can keep myself alive. And and I'm one of those where when it gets down to it, if I need to sit down and take a rest or I need to get hydrated, I will tell you, go get my liquid IV, put it into my water and give it to me. Yeah. So that part has been different and I didn't, I mean, I kind of expected it, but not to the level that I've received it. Yeah. The part though, for me being in my position is understanding that it comes from a good place. Yeah. Like it's never malicious. No. So I remind myself of that. But the being mothered part by a lot of people is harder. And then there are the ones that it's just awkward or they haven't thought about that or they've never encountered somebody mm-hmm. with cancer before that close. And I understand that because I was the same way, really. I mean, I knew of people, but I didn't realize, oh, you actually do cancer and then a surgery, or do you do chemo and then you do a surgery and then you do more chemo. Like, I, I didn't understand any of those type of processes or yeah. how each cancer is a bit different. So when I, I, there's a look, there's a look most people give you and you can realize like, oh, you don't know. So I actually try to make them feel comfortable. Educate them. Yeah, like, hey, what questions do you have? I I'm think a- it's like the lack of knowledge people have yes, around it. Yes, yes. And so I'll just tell them, what What do you want to know? I am an yeah. open book and I will share with you
0: and whatever I you want to know. And I love
1: and appreciate that because there's, and it's to each their
0: own, but yep. a lot of people with a diagnosis like that are like so self-conscious or maybe, I don't know, did you ever feel like even me in such a small, tiny particle comparing to what you have, like with Both of my birth traumas, I was like, my body failed me. Did you ever go through any of that?
1: Um, Yeah, it does. I've always had a quick wit. I've always been pretty smart and um, played a lot of sports growing up. Huge soccer player, rowing, all the things, volleyball. And so to be where I'm at now and to go into these appointments and they do these scans, I feel fine. Yeah. My brain feels fine. I'm good. How can you say that I'm sick? Yeah. There's no way. Like, I feel okay. Yeah. And then I see the scans and I'm like, oh, poor girl. She's trying so hard, my body. Bless her heart. <laughs> I love your humor around <laughs> like, it. But, and I know she is. And so I think that's another yeah. piece, though, that I'm so glad that I did the counting of the macros, yeah. that I got really involved in the meal prepping and understanding. Yeah. So now, like, for me to snack, for me to understand what would be healthier to put in my body than just I mean, I love Cheetos. Yeah, I love cheeseburgers and I love nachos. Oh my god, I love nachos. (laughs) Who
0: doesn't like nachos? Right.
1: (laughs) So, um, but But, like
0: fueling your body with food that's going to bless it rather than just junk that may like cause more harm. Yeah, and more side effects. Like I don't think you probably could have handled, like you said, the the treatments and the chemo's and the recovery as well if your body wasn't prepped for this
1: war. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And so, um, I am, it's
0: I'm wild how God that. works on like yeah, how it all works. Like who, he put you in this group, powered you up to give you, it was like, he suited you up for, with this armor yeah, to give you this fight of your life to let you live. Yeah. What an amazing, yeah. I, I got think, chills thinking about that.
1: I think about, I always thought when I was younger, like growing up, I always thought to myself, you know, cause this is what all the parents said back then. You can be anything you want to be. You can be something amazing. Just put your mind to it and you can do it. To an extent, yes. I remember thinking to myself, I want to be some major CEO of some corporation and I'm going to just, you know, be a boss. It's going to be amazing. And then as I've gotten older, I'm like, okay, all right. Leadership, cool. I like it. I don't know that I need to be that level of leadership. I don't know that I have what it takes to be that level of leadership. And then these last couple of years and just talking with different people and sharing different parts of my story and things that they love or have questions about and it kind of dawned on me not that long ago the type of leader the type of person that i'm going to be that that lasting remark that i've been searching for that i've been like what am i doing what how am i leaving this place better i got to do something big and then i realized i'm good on -on one-on-one conversations i'm great in smaller groups and when people ask me those questions and i share part of my story And then I receive an email later or a phone call or a text later. Our coffee this morning changed my day, changed my year. You are so inspiring. You just made me decide to book that trip to whatever. You just made me do something with my daughter that I had been saying I was going to do and I haven't done it. I've gotten so much of that in the last six months. that It hit me. That's how I'm going to leave my mark. That's you. That's how I'm going to make it a better place is I'm just going to share with people what I'm going through and hopefully they will live sooner than a cancer diagnosis. That's what I think.
0: My gosh, you're going to be right <laughs> yet again amazing. I love that.
1: But I do. I think I mean we're all just people here being people. Yeah, let's let's help each other be better people. 1%. 1% better.
0: Every 1% day. better. Better than yesterday. Better than yesterday. That's all. So I love it because everything is like full circle for you. Yeah. On through JGFG and what yep. you're getting from that and through what you're then exuding out of into your people. And even now you're I'm like, okay, we're gonna go, we're gonna book our trip because I yep. try I, I don't buy my kids like birthday presents because they get gifts from, you know, everybody. From, everyone else. Yep. So we have always I've always been about experiences. Because yes. Johnny's grandparents have taken um all him and his siblings on trips two to three grandkids at a time because there's nine of them and cool. so they'll take yeah they'll take um the like three oldest at the time and yeah. then once you get married you can't go anymore and oh, so there's rules well, i like this yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um so they took the three oldest and you know he's third oldest so he got to go on a lot of trips sure. because then the first one gets out and then the second one, yeah. and he then is the oldest of the group and then he was in the responsible one so We were engaged and that was his last trip because his grandmother's like, his granddad got sick and he couldn't go. And so she's like, I need someone responsible to help me watch after these kids. And so Johnny went and he says those are his best memories as a child are the experiences. He's like, I can't name one toy I've ever gotten as a child, but I can name off my favorite experience with my grandparents. and." So I took that and, you know, I went on some trips when I was younger, but nothing like every summer with, you know, and so every year we try to take Addie, we time it around Addie's birthday and then we time one around Reed's birthday. So like one's a bigger trip, happens to be, of course, on Addie's birthday because it's summertime and then Reed's is in the fall. Well, now we've got three kids and I'm not mad about it. No. That we're going to take then three trips. Ava's still a little young. She won't really remember the trips, but... Soon when she does start yeah. realizing it, we'll do those. But Addie can recall every trip we've taken and details that I've even forgotten. Yeah. It's amazing what sort of impact that that has on their little brains. Yeah, so they're sponges. I'm pumped to see how you and your daughter with your trip.
1: I know. I'm excited about that. So I did have, um, I have a lot of wonderful people in my life that started a GoFundMe um, to send my kids and myself on a Disney cruise. And so I we, we will be doing that. And y- That was one of those things. Even you would ask me two years ago, I would have said, no, no, no. We're going to wait until the youngest little Violet is old enough to remember because that's what's important. I want to remember the memories. Right. And, you know, at three years old, that wouldn't be great. You know, now she's four, obviously getting a little older. But then all this stuff happens. And I thought to myself, wait, what are we waiting for? Why wait? Why are we waiting? Let's let's do these memories. Let's do 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 that. And so there's been a lot of that mindset of make the memories. Yeah. Cause you get to keep those like money, whatever. Yeah, things, whatever. Make the memories. Memories, I love whatever. It's the same.
0: It, it all goes like make them. Even if you don't have to go on a big Disney cruise, you don't have nope. to go on these big trips. Go to a zoo. Like, yeah. go on the little trips instead right. of doing a birthday party. Think about go to the zoo and do yes. a day of like the zoo and then ice cream. Something different. Yep, and those are affordable ways to do yeah. it too. You yeah. don't have to do the big stuff, which uh-uh. I, are equally as important. Some one of Johnny and I will take the kids to like the beach. We go to the beach once a year, and I have to remind Addie, like we are blessed to be able to do this. Not everyone can go to the beach every yeah. year, yep. and so that's a blessing that God's given us. And so I'm trying to put it in that perspective. Like these long hours when you you go to bed and mommy has to work, it's like. That's why I have to do it's the price of admission. And I've started that in her head now. Yes. And so it's like, I wish I could do this and go play these things with you. But then also I tie it around like, this can wait. So then I work late at night. So then I can be present with my kids. But my point was getting to our big trips. No, no. The kids love Branson. Yeah. We have taken them on some big trips. (laughs) And they're like... Our favorite trip. I'll be like, guys, what's your favorite trip we've ever gone on? And Reed's like Branson. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, seriously? <laughs> that was a good trip. It was good, <laughs> but it was 48 hours, and we went to the Dixie Stampede and oh, Silver Dollar. City. was Silver Dollar City. Yeah, and he couldn't. You know, they're small. They couldn't even ride, but the little kiddie right. rides. Right. Best trip. We took him to Disney. We took my parents with us to yep. Disney so we could have Whole them make thing. these memories. Still, Branson holds over Disney. I'm like. We're going to Branson. There you go. Let's go to Branson <laughs> yep. twice a year. Yep. Save a lot of money. <laughs> That's good stuff. But it is the big the big and the small, everything in between, making memories, living. Yeah. That's that was it. That's the most important part. Yep.
1: This episode is sponsored by Top Notch Athletics. We customize tailored clothing for those that are here to get things done. We design clothes for those that never settle. The peak performers, the ones that never sell themselves short of the best, the high-risers, those that never quit, the strongest in the room. Step into these clothes and your mindset shifts. You become top-notch. Check out TNClothing.com to become your top-notch self.
0: Okay, we're going to wrap this up with a couple questions from Sweaty Sisters that I've just compiled a list of. And we're just going to go rapid fire with it. So first things first. Okay.
1: What is it like to come and work out with me? A dream. Oh. A total dream. At first walking in, I thought, this is smaller than I expected. This yes. looks way bigger on my screen. Yep. Um, but this looks exactly like what I would think. And then like, oh, I did say, um, I will not make fun or laugh at Johnny anymore when he doesn't realize what you're saying because it is loud. It's loud. And so it is yep. kind of hard to follow you unless you're like really knowing what's going on.
0: <laughs> Are you one who watches the workout or listens?
1: Um, in the beginning, I definitely had to watch because I needed to like see stuff perform, for form yeah, and all of that. And then I finally got mirrors and I set up my own space in my basement. Um, so now, and I know enough about when you say something, I typically, only if you throw something new at me, I got to like stop for a second and look up at the screen. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what are we doing again?
0: <laughs> so like when you're on screen with me, you can't really hear me. So that re- probably was like yeah. this one you're kind of tricky. watching. Yeah. So did you... I think people are nervous about coming and being on screen. Was that part intimidating for no, you?
1: No, no. Don't be nervous. If you want to come work out with her, you should totally do it. It's fun. It is so I fun. I
0: try um, my vibe, and that's just who I am as a person, to yep. make you feel like we've been best
1: friends our whole lives. Yes. Yes. That's and like, you, have, you have all the things, and it's extremely welcoming.
0: Yes. like Good. Not not nervous at all or good. scary. I just try to, what you see is what you get, and we just have fun and laugh yeah. a lot. Yeah. You're just like, and talk
1: way too much. You're just like the most wonderful, sweetest, perfect human being. Oh,
0: yeah. Thank you. I feel the same way about you. Mm. What is your biggest accomplishment?
1: My two girls. Yes. I love that. A thousand percent.
0: I'd say my kids are my yep. biggest accomplishments. Yep.
1: I was talking about that the other day. I was never the girl growing up that. Oh my gosh, my wedding's gonna be this and I'm gonna have this dress and these colors from I was not that person. No. But I always thought, I always knew my thing was I wanted to be a mom.
0: Yeah. Same.
1: Like that was all that I cared about.
0: My wedding was cheap. Like my parents gave me a budget and now my wedding cost, I think, ten thousand dollars and we had an amazing day. Like nobody remembers what your table decor looked nope. like. Nobody knows if nope. you homemade that from Dollar Tree and spray painted your silver them gold yep. or whatever. Yep. No, like we went through a lot, highs and lows of like self. We did mm-hmm. it all, but people are spending. I read this research, and someone told me recently anywhere from thirty to a hundred thousand dollars on a wedding.
1: Oh yeah, I'm. That's insane. But yes, I believe that.
0: That's that, just crazy. That so to much me. money. We got married almost ten years ago, and in ten years, it is wild to me how much they cost. Yeah. I'm like, no, yep. thank you. Not doing that ever again. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Johnny's with me for life. Yep. Um, so I would agree. Kids, yeah. 100% biggest accomplishment. Yep. Who is your most inspirational member that you look up to? That is not already your friend.
1: Oh, that's not already my friend. Sorry, Susan. <laughs> um, well, actually, there is one gal Um. we've... We did not know each other before Jen's Get Fit Group. Um, Kelly Todd, she um, she is such a cheerleader, isn't she amazing? I love her. So she had reached out and like you know had kind words to me, and then at one point it was actually right before I received this last diagnosis, had reached out and asked for my address, and I was like, what? And um, so I gave it to her and she ended up sending me this wonderful um, ring light that goes around, you know, your phone or whatever. Uh-huh. And it said, here's this because you shine light and you're an inspiration and for you to be able to take your sweaty selfies with. I love that. And it was amazing. And then I kind of fell off the earth for a hot second because I had to have a lung surgery and yeah. go through all of that. And so I felt bad about that. But um, then she's checked in with me since then and said hi. And I've always, anytime I'm scrolling through the post, I'm looking for Kelly's because yeah. she's always an inspiration and has something great to say in there. And, um, so I just always look for hers and absolutely love it. And she's checked in on me and I shared with her how things are going and she's checked in again. Um, and I haven't had a chance to tell her yet, so I hope she's listening, but she gave me the most amazing gift because that is going to be something that I use to create videos for my girls, for them to watch and have a piece of me forever after I'm gone. Like it's a, a huge thing having the light up ring for my phone. So but yeah, I love, I love looking at her posts and hearing from her. Like, she, she inspires me. She's be amazing.
0: If that just goes to tell you, like Sweaty Sisters, I always say it, Sweaty Sisters are the most powerful women in the world. Agreed. Like Absolutely. They don't know you at all, but they will see you. They're in your corner. They will clap the loudest for you. They will yes. check in on you whenever yes. you're, you go absent. They are truly, we are here to all see each other be successful. I don't allow any negativity in the group. I don't allow nope. any, um, just nothing bad. Like no. it's easy for one person to ruin it and yes. I'll just remove that person. Yep. Like I won't let you in. Sorry. Well,
1: it's like a cancer. Yeah. It's toxic.
0: It is. Just gotta go. Gotta go. Okay. I love that. Kelly Todd, out to you. You're an awesome, whoop, whoop. awesome sweaty sister. Okay. How many times have you stopped and started again? And what was your motivation? You said at the beginning just move your body to mm-hmm. keep restarting. Like yours is a little different for that. Yeah. But was coming back harder after your leg surgery and then after your lung surgery? Or do you feel like since you already have those building blocks from the strength and power and the mindset, a lot
1: of it's mindset too. Yeah. Um, do you feel like stronger each time? Yes and no. So after the leg surgery, it was very easy for me to come back because I absolutely wanted to come back and yeah. like it was all right. We got this next chapter. I feel like We're it like lit this. a fire under you. Yes, and yeah. so let's go, let's do this. Uh, and then the and that that was the only time that I really did take a break um, was probably starting that second round of chemo, did the leg surgery. And then about a month after that, I started easing myself back in, had a lot of questions about modifications. (laughs) Yeah. So, but it did that. So that, that was good. And then with this diagnosis that happened um, back in November, um, obviously I I had to take a quick stop. I actually was given a pretty quick turnaround. Um, I bounced back from that lung surgery like a champ. That's awesome. Yeah. I I mean, three weeks and they said, do do whatever you want. If you overdo it, you're going to feel it. And so I just had to be careful on like some of the chest stuff Yeah, make sure I didn't lift a little too heavy. Um, So I did that. But then kind of the emotional part sunk in a little bit for me and realizing, oh, this is stage four. This is metastatic osteosarcoma. Like this is, this is going, I'm never going to be able to say I'm a fighter. I'm only going to be able to say, or I'm never going to be able to say I'm a survivor. I'm only going to be able to say I'm a fighter. And so then I had some things I had to kind of work through like, all right, not getting up this morning to do this. My girls want to cuddle. I'm going to cuddle with them. Absolutely.
0: And I think... I'm all for like no excuses, but there are times where that's more important.
1: Yeah. And so I, I had a couple months in there where I, that was really hard. I ate all my feelings.
0: And I don't think that even equals an excuse in your situation. That is like a today, my priority is snuggling my kids.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There were definitely days like I took a shower. We're going to count that as a win.
0: Absolutely. So <laughs> so if you are 100% healthy, yeah, that. The some of my podcasts, it's different for you. It like, is. You, the vibes are different because, like, oh, I don't have time, but you watch a Netflix show. That's yeah, an excuse. Yeah, that's time. Yeah. But guess what? If you have a metastatic cancer diagnosis and you choose to feel your feels and take yeah. a shower and snuggle your kids, that's a win. That <laughs> that's day. a win
1: too. Yeah. So I will say, I have. Felt a little rejuvenated. This last visit that I had, I, I keep trying to ask the doctor a little bit. I'm like, just give me a time frame. They're never going to do that. But, no. Um, and when I would was- you like that? Um, right now, yes. I'm. I'm glad the conversation we recently had because uh, right now I'm going ninety. 90- nine miles an hour yeah just
0: trying to fit everything like i am i'm
1: like i've got to do this bucket list i've got to do these different things and there's no way i can keep up this tempo forever
0: so you would like to be like you've got five years yeah you've got like you just need something like like,
1: the research i've done for it and looked at it you know it's kind of given me an idea but you just everybody's different you could have an explosion of the nodules in your lungs at any time but um i was trying to ask my oncologist this last week where i said i know you can't give me a time frame and i was going to say but could you at least tell, are you going to tell me when I have like six months? <laughs> yeah. But I couldn't get all those words out and I just said, I know you can't give me a time frame and then he kind of cut me off. He goes, Melanie, we're in a good spot. We've got years and then he looked at me and he goes, like multiple.
0: Yay. And so I was like, okay. Did that like, uh, did you want to get up and dance? Yeah,
1: like, just knowing that, and then also knowing, all right, I don't have to knock out every single thing on my bucket list this year.
0: Your bucket <laughs> and, list is gonna be empty by.
1: Well, I'm just gonna add more to it. Heck yeah! But just some of those things going on in my life is, oh, okay, I got like, a little more time. And one of my first thoughts was, all right, I can get back into tracking my mattress now. There I can, you go. I can, I can get back into maybe, maybe being in the kitchen can bring me joy again. Yeah. Cause that's one of the, you know, only do things that bring you joy make sure you're keeping your head straight. And I'm doing all of those things. Yeah. Of course I joke about it. I'm like emptying the dishwasher doesn't bring me joy. Does anybody else want to do it?
0: <laughs> now would be a good time for those <laughs> nurturing people to come in and empty yeah. the dishwasher. If
1: you'd like to help me just clean my house, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would enjoy that. Um, but yeah, so I do feel like that's kind of given a little bit of a lit fire again. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've got time. I've yeah. got this gift of a little bit more time. And so I want to be normal and I want to get really healthy. And
0: are there any days that you forget you have cancer?
1: Yeah. That's good. a really good question.
0: Because I feel like, as me personally, I would think about it and let it consume me, but I don't feel like you let it consume
1: you in the beginning, for sure, because uh, it's kind of hard. But um, no, I. Honestly, I I would say most days I get up and I try to be as normal and peppy and happy as possible. Yeah. And that's what's important. Yeah.
0: Because you could could vibe and think about it nonstop. And I think what you – what's that saying? Where you put your energy, it grows. Yeah. And if you sit and just – Focus and focus and focus on the it's negative and the cancer. Fester. Yeah. we will
1: just fester it. That's just not and good. And
0: emotions are so much in the healing process. Yeah. We talked about that earlier. Yep. Yep. That's amazing. You're an amazing person. Mm, you're too kind. Um, okay. Another one. Okay. If you had to eat one mm. meal for the rest of your life, what would it be?
1: Does it have to be healthy?
0: No. Anything oh, goes.
1: One meal What's for your, the rest. What you're like,
0: you're not dying. You are on a... Like forever, this is your one meal. You get water forever. I play this game with Johnny all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You get water indefinitely. Okay. So pick one drink. If you, it's what you had to drink every day for the rest of your life. One meal in one dessert. What is it? It could be anything.
1: The meal was discovered during my first pregnancy. Everybody thinks it's gross, but I love it. Um, I specifically would like Kraft to continue making their three cheese jalapeno macaroni and cheese, but they don't. It's been discontinued. I've tried to buy the last box of it, but it doesn't exist anymore. You Um,
0: have a thing with buying the last existing items on the earth. (laughs) I do. (laughs) I love it.
1: But there are some others that have some jalapeno mac and cheese. So the favorite, all of that to say, favorite dish, um, a plate. Half of it has jalapeno mac and cheese on one side it has to be extra cheesy so that the cheese runs into the center. Okay. And then the other side is um, waffles and syrup. And then the syrup kind of runs into the middle of the plate, too. And then there's this middle section of the plate that I call the river. Okay. And that is where the jalapeno cheese and the syrup meet. Oh, it's like salty and sweet. Yeah, and I like to take a thing of my waffles and of my mac and cheese, and I like to eat them all together. Wow. And it's just so delicious. And I still love it, even not pregnant. And I discovered it like, you know, nine years ago, ten years ago. And I love it. So that would be my meal, mm-hmm. okay. jalapeno mac and cheese and waffles with syrup. I mean, if you want to throw some chicken on the top of it, all right. I would going to say, where's um, your protein? Because right? you yeah. just got your whole days of carbs. <laughs> <laughs> so let's throw some chicken on the top. <laughs> um, my drink, uh, old-fashioned, all day long. Okay. I love a good old-fashioned. Um, you and Johnny
0: can have an old-fashioned mm-hmm. right before, before we, we skydive. <laughs> you skydive. We need to put this on the calendar. Um, I
1: love this. Um, okay, so there's that. And then dessert. <sighs> I'm not a huge dessert person. I never have been first round first. Clearly
0: with your dish, you're a savory person. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mostly savory. Um, But after that first go round of chemo, like I do find myself sometimes after a really good savory meal looking for some chocolate or something a little bit sweet. That's been really weird because that was my mom all growing up. Yeah, Sweet tooth, all of that. I never was. But for a dessert, my favorite birthday cake for me to get is a Dairy Queen birthday uh-huh. cake with the crunchies with the in crunchy? the middle mm-hmm, and then the chocolate I ice cream about those so if it's not a birthday cake then i guess um i do like um french silk pie
0: you live in kansas city i do have you ever gone to jack stack barbecue and had their carrot
1: cake i used to work at jack stack barbecue stop it
0: right <laughs> now yeah. yeah when i was you just yeah. leveled up in the uh-huh. book yeah the oh, carrot yeah. cake oh i know that,
1: yeah do you know that they that's also m- make that in cupcakes now no, yeah, yeah, that's
0: my last dessert dish. Mm-hmm. This is oh.
1: specifically Jack Stack. It is so good, Warmed So up. good. Oh yes. my gosh, Can we, that cream cheese. We're frosting gonna make a trip,
0: fire, and that we'll do something in skydiving. Yes. Eat there. I love it. I'm here for that one. Yeah, Jack Stack is. You're speaking all my love mm. language. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that <laughs> if you live in the Kansas City area or going, go eat at Jack Stack. That's right. You don't have to have the bougie Kansas City restaurants. If people like any, yeah, Jack Stack barbecue. Yep,
1: Jack Stack barbecue. Get a Jack's best. It's got some uh, some ribs, a little bit of a little bit of chicken on there. I think it got some burn ins in there, and it comes with two large size cheesy corn and beans. Cheesy corn is cheesy the corn best and there. beans. Mm-hmm.
0: It is so good. Yeah, and then you have to eat the carrot cake. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Carrot cake for dessert. Um,
0: and if you have, I suggest highly just shoving your face. I don't ever eat to like e- explosion until yeah. I go to Jack's. Tech. Yeah. But Johnny and I will share one, and then we took my parents some time and. They were like, oh, well, just Farley. And we are like, no, that's for us. No, you, you will order your, your own. own. <laughs> Thank you. Have a nice day. I had a friend once who sent me Jack's neck for my birthday. Yes. Because they know how much I love it.
1: Yeah, it's it's great stuff. You just reminded me of um, Chris Farley um, when he – there. it's a scene in Saturday Night Live where it's like the three girls and they're all – it's him, Adam Sandler, and David Spade. And Chris Farley's character is all like, lay off me. I'm starving. Like I feel like that could have been you
0: with that the That was cake. me and carrot cake. <laughs> yeah, like – I turn into a different person. I'm still. So Melanie has a name for her stomach when she's hungry. Yep. Maxine. Maxine. I need a name for mine, but I said it has to be a really intense name because I turn into an intense person when I'm hungry. Specifically, like I'll starve myself all day before we go to jockstack so that I can just (laughs) eat everything I want. Oh, my goodness. We're going to have to think of a name. What a good podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being on here with me.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Been a dream. We
0: yeah. love you. Love you. You are strong and powerful. You are worthy. We love you. Bye, guys. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mind to Muscle. If you'd like to tune into future episodes, don't forget to follow me on your preferred listening platform. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure and leave a review. I really appreciate those. Don't forget you are strong, you are powerful, you are worthy, and you can do hard things. I love you guys, bye.